I'm trying to permanently affix myself at a, at a proper position to the microphone. So my voice isn't like getting really close and then sounding like this all the time. Mm, okay. Because in particular last week, uh, there were several points where I was leaning back in my chair while talking as if that was going to be fine. Right, yeah, no, okay. So uh, I'm standing a little bit closer than I usually am to my microphone. I'm like a solid six inches. Well, when we send this over to the producer, uh, he'll fix it all in post. Yeah. We have a guest this morning. What? Yeah. I mean, you, you, were, you were just talking to him. I was. Oh, hey. Good morning, Mike. How are you guys? I'm great. Um, I'm great. How are you doing, Mike? I'm well. It's a nice, cloudy day. A beautiful Saturday mm. in New York, so... A non-scorching July morning. This is also very true. It was like 60 degrees, and it was beautiful. Yeah, I, uh... What, what is it up here? I'm outnumbered on this podcast now. It's constantly freezing in Boston. No, Always. I mean, it's... Uh, it's negative it like 7 degrees there? Celsius. Doesn't it snow like 24-7? Most, yeah, most of the time, actually. Yeah, we're just... I mean, Boston is not that... I mean, people... I don't know. Boston is not really, like, that much different from New York climate-wise. Maybe It's a little bit no, colder it's not. in the winter. But it's, like, I think people think that Boston... New England is like, you know, like Minnesota or something, and it's not like that. Is that um, part of Alaska? But no, not like Alaska either. We get, we do get, like, four seasons and daylight and, like, a day-night cycle. The one the one thing about uh, Boston that is different from New York, because um, we're so much further east, um, not so much. I mean, like, we're, we're further east. We're closer to the edge of the, the time zone. Um, it does get much darker it gets darker much earlier in the winter uh, than it does in New York. Uh, that part kind of sucks. Um, but as far as like actual like weather, I mean, I'm looking. I'm looking at. Uh, it says it's 70 degrees in my hometown and 66 degrees uh, at my current home. That town. Where you grew up versus where you are residing. Yeah, that. So it's, it's not that. It's not that. A couple of years ago, we did have that crazy extreme winter. That was fun. It just snowed a lot. Yeah. Like, a lot, a lot. I think I think the major difference is just, like, the winter precipitation. Mm. And even then, it's not, like, it's not a huge difference. Yeah. Um, and, I'll, like, I've heard from several people, like, oh, I, can't, I, I could never live in Boston. It gets too cold during the winter. And I'm like, mm, I would rather be in a city that is equipped to actually deal with the snow as opposed to New York where they're like, where if it if it snows say one more inch than they had been predicting, the entire city shuts down for a week. Mm. It could be worse. You could live in Atlanta when it snows. It's, it's true. I could yes. Or, or just I, Atlanta. I heard period. Seattle if they get like a half inch of snow because they're only built for rain. They just they, they have like one snowplow, not literally, but they have effectively one snowplow for the entire city. That's a that's that's a that's one of those county jobs. The the snowplow driver, not a just the snowplow drives the right. snowplow. He's also the dog catcher because there's not a lot of snow. So you can't yeah, and you can't hire more snowplow catchers because uh, he's union. <laughs> snowplow catchers, I'm sorry. snowplow catchers. That's why there's only one. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He has a net to catch all the loose snow. <laughs> In addition, the, the 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 firefighters do not get snow from trees, so he goes out there with a ladder. Getting stray snow that's caught up in trees. Right, of course. Yeah, All for the, like old ladies. Right, he's basically, 
Yeah, he's the he's the public worker man. I have um I'm going to a baseball game today. Yeah? Yeah. Which yeah. one? Uh the Yankees are in Boston. Oh. So going to see them. Hopefully we lose again like they did last night. I have not kept up with baseball for a long time, so I have no idea what's happening. Uh, that's all right. Mike, can I get a little more of you in my ears? You sound really... I don't know if it's just Matt yelling um, or just you being quiet. I'm speaking at a reasonable volume. Well, you're constantly yelling. Or maybe just... I don't well, know. That, that, okay, I won't disagree with you on that. I am constantly yelling. So I hope the, I hope the, the Red Sox beat the Yankees today. Yeah, we're going with um, a friend. Uh, another Mike. Not this Mike. Another Mike. And some other guys. It's thrilling, thrilling uh, early morning podcast content. Yeah, I'm, I'm riveted. Yeah. Well, did you want, did you watch any baseball last night? I did. Did you? I got a text message from you to that effect. <laughs> I watched the yes, I watched the um, clearly on their way to a second half comeback World Series contenders, the New York Mets. Huh. Okay. No, You're, that's not happening. Yeah, I was gonna say. I no, I, I, tw- I tweeted as much. Um, quick quick plug for my Twitter. At Costa Bissell. Oh, yeah. Everybody um, go check him out. Follow Matt. Yeah, obviously. I'm going to get, like, all, upwards of five follow For all the people that listen to this podcast and do not follow me on Twitter, oh, all one of you, um, I was on there being, like, because my, my per like, I'm going, like, all right, I know they're past the actual fi- uh, halfway mark for games played, but, like, maybe the All-Star break gave them a... Um, Maybe the All-Star break gave them like a little bit of time to recover. Like they can go in, come in on a nice hot streak and stuff like that. Some folks that have been that, that have needed to rest but haven't uh, had some actual rest time. Like, here we go. And then within the first inning, they're down a run. <laughs> and my first thought was just, I wish I were dead. I it, was, it, it seemed like it was going to be the same old Mets game. And then mm-hmm. it turned around to the same old good Mets game. So that was nice. Yeah, I, uh, I did not watch. I was... Um I I was doing other stuff, uh, but I saw I, I I saw the final score and it pleased me. Uh, I had a brief brief moment where I was happy to be a Mets fan this year. Uh, things have really gone downhill for the Mets since uh, since uh, Game Five of that World Series. Just it's not been. <laughs> yeah, well, that'll happen. My um, oh, a, a, a mutual friend of ours actually was just at a Hudson Valley. Uh, minor league baseball game, and they got some dope hats. I can't, I can't really describe it on a podcast, but there is looks like a raccoon tail. All right, uh, it has a, I don't want to say baby blue, but maybe a sky blue, robin's egg blue, robin's egg blue possibly. All right, brim. Okay. Um, it's got the 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 hat itself is black, and then it's got the front, uh, say like the front two panels. Uh huh. You know what I'm talking about? Those are white. Yeah. And then it says HV for Hudson Valley in that same blue. And the V, okay. inexplicably, has a raccoon tail or something of the like attached to it. What is the team name? I don't know. Okay. Now that I'm, I'm looking at the hat and I don't know the name. Hudson Valley Baseball. Okay. Did you find it? Uh, I did. They're called the Renegades. The Hudson Valley Wait. Renegades, and they have a tail of some sort on them for some reason. Oh, I see that. Yeah, okay. I See, I saw the, what are they, Tampa Bay affiliate based on these colors? Yes, they are. Yeah, okay, there you go. Got it. Mm. Got it. We did it. All right, that's been uh, Matt and Scott's uh, 
baseball team identification. Mike, win. what's your favorite minor league baseball team? <laughs> oh, probably the Mets. <laughs> Don't know if the Mets were a minor league baseball no, team. No. Tebow would actually play for them, and they'd probably be a lot better. <laughs> oh my god! You know, I don't know how I didn't see that one coming, uh, but that was that was uh, that was perfect. Oh Jesus! All right, Mike. What's up? <laughs> You're our guest. Sure. Yes, that is confirmed. We invited you onto this podcast. I'm still not sure why. I, well, I'm not sure why either. Uh, I invited you on. I think we were talking earlier this week, and I was like, hey, what are you doing Saturday? Uh, Matt and I um, uh, spew garbage into microphones for like an hour in the morning. Do you want to you come on with us? Uh, and you said yes. So presumably, um, you thought you were going to get something out of this. What are you hoping for over the next uh, 51 minutes? Uh, I was hoping it would be a nice way to spend another 51 minutes. Okay. Of just talking about nothing. All right. We, we, first... talk, we talk about plenty of things. Mm, nothing. We do. We do. Cool. There's, there's, there's content. You're absolutely right. <laughs> I just don't know how good it is mm. and that's what i'm waiting to see as we continue on sure mm. it is uh it's I'll, the best content i'll fully admit there's no there's no uh there's no program sheet on here uh there kind of is that i check once every six weeks i mean i i get some pretty <laughs> strict production notes but all right here we, we have a list of topics oh don't oh good not i had no idea that yeah Mm. Oh, my Dunkin' Donuts order is a topic. I can't remember what. Yeah, I think I wrote that about two months ago. <laughs> All right, this topic sheet's a little out of date. So, what happened with your Dunkin' Donuts order? I don't know. Uh, I, don't I haven't ordered. The, I haven't ordered Dunkin' Donuts in like six weeks. Uh, at okay. least. I'm, I'm drinking a nice coffee right now. Actually, not not oh, yeah? from Dunkin' Donuts. And did you make it yourself? Honestly, it's more. I did not. Um, Where'd you get it? I bought it from the local deli. Um, last night, in fact, because okay. I knew that I was going to wake up too late to make my own coffee this morning. Wouldn't it get cold if you let it out that long? Well, I bought a chilled coffee and put it in the fridge. Now! I was making I was making a bad joke. Wouldn't it get cold? Oh. Mm. Yeah. You, you're right. You made... You, you did make a bad joke. Or at least you're half right there. Um. But you might... You an iced coffee drinker, Mike? Um, I've drank iced coffee before, but I would prefer a hot coffee. Hot beverage. Hot coffee. Hot right. beverage. I generally, I generally prefer a hot coffee, but um, a cold coffee will get into my body faster in most cases. Okay. You See, I like I like to enjoy the flavors of the coffee. Oh sure, yeah, more. no, I I. But say, but if I'm going to say Dunkin' Donuts, I don't really need to savor that savor that flavor. That sewer water coffee. Uh, I would not hey. describe it as sewer water at all. I love my Dunkies. Right? Yeah. There, mm. There's spectrums of. Sometimes I'm drinking coffee just for the efficient, just for like the efficiency the to boost. get it into my body, which is funny because I don't really respond. My body straight up does not respond to caffeine much, so I'm the kind of person that can have a coffee and then immediately go to bed. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I got dinner with a friend this past week, and um, and I got a coffee while we were waiting for our table. And I said, you know, do do you want a coffee? And they go, no. If I if I have a coffee, I won't be a, I won't be able to sleep tonight. And it was like six thirty, and I could have had another coffee hourly until I went to bed and probably been fine. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, but if I'm going to say if I'm if I'm brewing at home, uh, I've got a very nice hand burr grinder. That okay. I used to grind my own beans. I have some good ones. Like I'm gonna savor that coffee. I savor that flavor. Savor that flavor. Um, okay. Or I'll go to like there's a million pretty good coffee shops near me um, that that I can go to. There's one place called Tea and Milk, which uh, does not have the word coffee in it, but their coffee is really great. Okay. Um, they use I can't I can't think of the. It's a it's a New Orleans like French type of. Cafe du Monde or something like that. It's coffee and chicory. Okay. So I'll 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 have that hot things like that. Like it is the. This is probably a not great analogy, but it's someone that respects their that they enjoy their craft beers, but they also understand there's a place for like a Bud Light. They serve different All purposes. Right. Okay. I got it. I think I got yeah. it. Do you get? Do you understand, Mike? I have no idea what you're talking Jesus about. Jesus Christ. Spent all this time weaving this very Tell articulate you. metaphor. Content, mm. it's there. I lost Just, you. I don't know if it comes across. It's okay. Who do you think we do this podcast for? It's not for other people. It's mostly. Just I was going to say us. it's probably for you too. Yeah, I'm very. That makes them. At at this point, that's that's what I'm getting out of this so far. I, we couldn't have even said friend of the show because you hadn't heard it before. Oh no, that's not true. I have listened friend to friend of before. members of the show. <laughs> show friend. Well, let's um So Mike and I were discussing there's the Destiny 2 beta comes out this week. It does. Week. I think that's that's how the the idea of coming on the podcast came up. I said, "Yeah, Mike, we talk about MMOs uh constantly. Well, then why would you talk uh, about Destiny? Right, well, yeah, yeah, I, yeah. It's not really. I said, do you want to come on this podcast and we can we can discuss it? Because uh, Matt has played a bit of Destiny Two, or Destiny, Destiny One. As Wait, well. Matt, you've played Destiny Two? Jesus Christ! Um, I'm not the liberty to say it right now. Mm. He's under an NDA. Yeah. Okay. Even even if I had played Destiny, I wouldn't be able to tell you about it. And if I were to just deny it outright, then you would know either way. You see, these non-disclosure agreements are very too. tricky. I don't think he's played any of it. You can speculate all you want. That's fine. Are you going to play it? I am going to play it. All right, Mike. I think you're the. I think on this three-person panel, you are the person most excited for Destiny Two. Give me your that, pitch. That is probably a good assumption. Um, it's Destiny, right? You're losing. With, yeah, I was going to say with, a, with a two <laughs> at the end of it. It's huh? That's how good it is. Uh, no, honestly, it's uh, what does that mean? <laughs> it's it's the second coming of Destiny. That's okay. why there's a two. Okay. Uh, it just it seems like they took a lot of the learnings from Destiny and applied it to a whole new game. Which Can you give me an example. Um, the traveling that is required. Okay. Is at this point minimal. Um, where you would spend a couple of minutes on a loading screen watching a ship fly around a planet for no reason. 
So when you say the traveling that's required, have they... So, all right, quick rehash for anybody who didn't play Destiny. Um, as a, a, Unlike a... Well, not... It, it followed the basically instance model. There were different worlds, different little levels, I guess you could say, and some of them different were fairly maps. large and open. Yeah, different maps. Some of them were fairly large, um, and they were all instanced pretty heavily. Um, but if you wanted to transition from one map to another, um, you had to go... Uh, into orbit, uh, which is basically uh, you had to leave that planet, go to this interstitial screen orbit, uh, and then fly down to another planet, which would incur its own loading time. So you're saying they've gotten rid of that? Yes. So now you can jump directly from one place to another. There okay. might be a little bit of loading, but you're not going, you know, from land up into space and then back into land. You're just okay. jumping directly. So little things like that. They uh, New subclasses, which are they actually interesting. new? Um, some of them are, and they have also brought back some that already existed. Okay. Um, the new ones look very interesting. I'm particularly excited about the Sentinel Titan. Right. Um, which He's is basically a... just Captain America. He's got that uh, that shield. That looks pretty cool. Yep, a uh, void shield. So okay, so I'm gonna I'm gonna do a quick diversion here. Um, I think I have finally come around uh, on Destiny's sort of um, hmm. I don't want to say shtick. Um, I'm not really sure uh, style. Um, Style's well, probably good. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, so basically, um, Destiny exists in this weird sort of... I have to, like, suspend my disbelief, which I, I understand it's a far future. Like, I, I get that. But, like, there's something incongruous in my brain about, like, having a giant rocket launcher and all these guns and then deciding, uh, you know what, no, I'm going to pull out this, like, flaming sword or, like, literally pull up, like, you know, Atarhe, my shield, and block bullets. Like, something about that, like, my brain sees it and it's just like, ugh, it, like, can't, like, mesh those two. Like, when they added... Um, in, Dest in the first Destiny, when they had edit a, a literal bow and arrow for Hunters. I was like, nope, nope, I don't. <laughs> it just, it, it's like, I don't know. I, I feel like the world that I was originally sold on was this, like, you know, futuristic sci-fi thing, and now it's kind of like, it's not like sci-fantasy, because it's still very much rooted in, you know, sci-fi and like the futurism but the fact that there's these other like more traditional i guess like fantasy elements is the part that my brain just like can't quite wrap its head around uh and uh, like the trope of like ah yes there's the mystical sword of power that is the only thing that can defeat the ancient evil is just no thank you uh so i think for destiny 2 i've kind of like i realized that they're not moving away from that if anything they're moving further into that direction and i just will have to not ignore, but just accept it for what it is, and realize that, like, okay, it's as long as they, as long as they keep leaning on it, it's not really that inconsistent. They're consistent within their own inconsistent framework. I feel like for me, if the, for me, it was hardest to to suspend the belief of its original pitch, which was an MMO, and in yeah. my mind, I have that as like a certain type of game, and then when it came out, even during the beta, it was just like. This is not what I thought it was whatsoever. Uh, now, having played it, you know, the past couple of years and knowing what it really is, it's really just a big first-person shooter, right? That you play with friends, and 
you know, Halo, which they also developed, was the same type of game, but it, it, at the time, the internet was not as big, so it wasn't this whole huge, uh, you know, expansive universe that Destiny now Halo has. didn't even have online play. Right, exactly. So now, you know, now knowing what Destiny 1 is, going into Destiny 2, it's just like, alright, I'm just gonna get together with some friends, we're gonna roam around this planet, find some weird, uh, like, plants or things to harvest, and we're gonna kill guys. And knowing that, that's, that's kind of like what, now that I have an understanding of what the game really is, I can go in and enjoy it more, versus the belief of, oh, I'm gonna play this MMO, and there's gonna be thousands of people everywhere, and we're, you know, we get to group up and do all these things when it's really not. But, like, even in Destiny 2, they fixed the the clans and how those work. Before, it used to just be a tag that was on your name. Now, you can actually, it, it is almost like this guild type architecture that you can group up with people and and earn specific things for your clan and and you know move up in rankings and whatnot so i i that's that's kind of why i'm i'm really excited for destiny 2 at the same time i also have that uh what's it called like reserved uh excitement for it because i want to make sure that i don't want to go in guns blazing like yeah this is gonna be the greatest game ever and then i you know it doesn't meet the expectations that I have. So you're okay. cautiously optimistic, one might say. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, can you go back to the clan thing for a second? You, you said so. I've seen and I've heard. Oh yeah, we're revamping clans. But what uh, have they? I know this is like uh, like a, a, a bit of like an in joke, but like has Bungie actually said what they're doing for the clan stuff? Um, they mentioned a little bit in the gameplay reveal uh, a couple of months ago. Right. They, they, the way that they phrased it is that it's going to be easier to join because there's going to be, um, it's almost like this, like looking for clan system. Like you can do a search yeah. and see okay. how, you know, like the rankings of clans and, you know, uh, how many people they have and all how this stuff. How do they stuff. determine this ranking? Um, I believe it's just through the content that you've been through. So is it like the equivalent of like uh, like the World of Warcraft like armory page where you can like look at a guild and like see like the highest content they've cleared? Sort of, yeah. It's it's a kind of a mix between that and like the guild finder. Okay. Um, which nobody ever uses yeah. in WoW and, anymore. And the clan in Destiny Two can also say like what they are for if you are looking to either join up with a clan permanently, or um. Or, or if you're just, like, looking for a one-off, like, you know, you're not playing with anyone. The problem that I often have where I don't play at the same time as any of my friends, but I need to clear this, like, six-person instance stuff, um, certain clans can say, like, hey, we're, you know, we're very open to new people coming on um, and, and showing them how these things go. Or, okay. uh, no, we're just looking to run this, uh, uh, we're looking to run this stuff, um permanently or i'm sorry we're looking to run this stuff quickly we don't have time to like fuck around and teach someone how it works um right and it 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 hopefully is because because for me as someone that d did not have a permanent group of people to play with and i i had a few people that every now and then like not two or three weeks ago um someone reached out to me and said hey um the highest level of the, uh, you know, the new highest level of this raid is up this week. I know you didn't clear it. Uh, we have some people that want to do it if you want to join. And they sherped me through. And that was nice. But that's happened once in the three years that, that game has been out. Uh, most of the time I'm carried through, but I'm not often reached out to in that manner, you know? Um, 
so what I ended up doing is I ended up like just going to the Destiny the Game subreddit and or Fireteam subreddit and it's pretty good to say like hey this is my level I'm looking for two other people to do this or hey I'm this level and I'm looking to do this uh, or we need two more for this raid um, and hopefully it's going to put that system more intuitively into the game. Okay. Yeah, and that feature uh, is called guided games, where okay. you can look if if you're a I don't want to say like single player, but if you don't have a group of people to to do stuff with, as Matt said, you can go into this guided game system and you can see clans who are looking for let's say, you know, uh, a hunter, we need it for this specific thing, or even just like, hey, we've got two people, we need one more, and you can kind of do that matchmaking system right then and there. So, are they, is it still only you can join one clan, or could you, like, like, it's not like Guild Wars 2 and a bunch of other MMOs, you can basically multi-guild, right? You could have, like, your, hey, this is my social guild or uh, clan, whatever, that I hang out and chat with all my buds. Hey, this is my... Uh, hardcore uh, PvP one, or is it still you, you can join one clan at a time? It's kind of like you can if you want to become a member of that clan, then it's yep. only one. Okay. But if you want to join them for a temporary game, that uh -huh. it, you're not necessarily like joining the the to stay. You're just joining them for that one okay. specific scenario of whatever you're doing. You know what I would like to see? What would you like to see? Did you play Titanfall two? Uh, no. I did. Okay. I know. Okay, so you know how in Titanfall Two you can have it's called a network and it's basically uh, it's a wide group of um, of players um, and you have like a shared voice chat channel, whatever. But the thing that Titanfall Two did that I think uh, Destiny could benefit from, and I think World of Warcraft does this now too. Um, if somebody in that network joined a game, right, or they wanted to go play deathmatch or whatever it was, um, they could just hop into the matchmaking uh, by themselves, or they could also um, they could basically invite the network. And basically what you would do is you would hit whatever, triangle or, or something. And then anybody who was not currently in a game, who was looking at the matchmaking screen or just browsing through the menus, um, they would get a little pop-up that's like, hey, um, you know, Mike is uh, joining around uh, or hopping into the uh, domination uh, matchmaking. Do you want to join up? Uh, and the first, you know, however many slots were available, people could hit you know, yes, I'll join up, and it would put them in with them. Um, and I think World of Warcraft does this too. Now, if you're in a guild and like somebody joins, uh, you know, hops into a, a duty, not duty finder, it's fourteen. Uh, looking for group, looking for dungeon. Uh, right? Won't it say like, hey, these two people just hopped into a queue? Do you want to go with them? Yeah, it has a, a feature. It's either friends or guild members. Um, right. It's a separate tab in the social uh, window, and it says like these people are doing these things. Uh, you can click on their name and request to join the group if you're interested in that. Right. So, it, it, it's a pretty cool feature. You know, you can you can join up with people that you already know, uh, which is really nice instead of like the the random group finder, which you don't know who you're gonna get in. Right. Yeah, no, I think it makes a lot of sense. I mean, it, it's great that Warcraft has it, but I feel like it makes even more sense on a game uh, that is... Well, I know Destiny 2 is coming to PC, but that it, it is console-based because uh, in Destiny, you could have your entire clan online, uh, but unless you're all in the same voice chat or whatever, you might not necessarily be in regular communication with these people. So, like Matt was saying, like it, even if, you know, you could... 
invite them to a party. You could say, hey, what are you doing? This, that, the other thing. It's just a lot of extra overhead I feel like you could eliminate by just streamlining streamlining the ability for people to uh, quickly hop into content with their friends uh, or with, the, with their clanmates rather than having to, uh, you know, form up a PlayStation party or an Xbox party or invite them to your group in the game, load into their instance of the tower. Hey, do you want to do this? No, I'm just buying guns. Okay, goodbye. And it's just like... Uh, yeah, I, I'm interested to see their enhanced socialization tools. But you had said something else, too, um, that I thought was, uh, that resonated with me. But it, you basically said, Mike, something along the lines of, like, hey, uh, I was originally, you were originally sold on Destiny as, like, this sort of, like, console MMO, first-person shooter, and then... When you played it, you're like, no, this isn't that. This is something else. Um, and I feel like I, I feel I had similar sort of expectations or uh, not even so much expectations, but I would say more like desires. I, you know, that that's what I wanted um, Destiny to be. Um, and I think part of the reason why I kind of soured on uh, Destiny originally was because it consistently didn't deliver the things that I wanted from it. Um, and I think now I've kind of, like with the whole, like, swords and shields and stuff, like, I've kind of made my peace with that, and I, I, I'm, I'm pretty aware, I think, uh, or more accepting of the fact that Destiny 2 is, is not going to be that kind of game that's sort of, like, actually massive, fully connected, like, you know, constantly new content dropping sort of thing. Um, and I think I'm okay with it, but... My, I guess my sort of reservation or my worry or my fear is that even if I can accept Destiny 2 for what it is, which is basically like uh, a multiplayer co-op shooter that has, you know, one interesting new raid every four to six months, um, that that's not actually like what I want to be playing. Because for me, at least, the most interesting games, or the, the games that I find myself having the most fun with these days, are those actual massive uh, sort of experiences. Um, I feel like, not that other genres have been ruined, but when I play like, when I play something multiplayer, if I play something single player, no problem. But if I play something multiplayer, more often than not, I tend to gravitate towards those kind of experiences where there is this like, this large community and there is this like constant, like drip of content, um, whatever the case may be, uh, be it Guild Wars or Warcraft or Final Fantasy or whatever it is. Uh, whereas the smaller stuff where, you know, a multiplayer game where you might have, like, a the equivalent of, like, a map pack or something every four months that, you know, you can get through in a week, a week and a half, and then, like, go away from, that doesn't excite me as much. So I'm worried that in accepting Destiny 2 for what it is, I will just lose enthusiasm because it's not really... What it is is not necessarily what I want. Yeah, I would say that's a fair statement. You know, if you, if you go into the game expecting certain things and obviously those are met then it's like all right well what's next and even most mmos they they have that content drip where they're they're releasing something new a new raid a new instance a new place to go you know every four to six months like you said but if destiny 2 follows that same premise which it seems like they want to do they you know they've said they want to release content more than I guess for me, like, I'm I'm the same type of person where I, I think I 
I tend to gravitate towards mostly MMOs. Those are like my favorite types of games because I like the, you know, the feeling of the live world and all that, and right. and seeing other people running around or chatting, and that's you know a big thing in Destiny is like the chat where. Now that it's coming to PC, it's going it's going to feel a little bit more like that MMO ish because it's gonna have a chat window and it's gonna you know with that comes its pluses and negatives and all that. But I, on the console, it I don't know how that's gonna play out because most people are gonna be playing on a controller on console. So right, I, I think that if they if they tend to release that content a little bit faster, I probably would be okay with it. I don't. I don't see it being a, a negative, obviously, if they're releasing content. Like, you know, the, the first raid comes out, and everyone even was up in arms that only one raid is coming out at the release. Well, not necessarily at the release, but, like, the the first one that comes out is only one. And it's just like, well, yeah, it's only one because they still have a story to tell. And right, right. they need to, you know, you have to get past that. And it's, honestly, that's up to the player. Like, everyone complains, like, oh, uh... It's only going to be one, but what difficulty are you playing this at? If you're playing at the hardest difficulty and you beat it, sure, I can understand that, that you know, that's not... You, you want more, but at the same time, a majority of people are not going to be playing that at its hardest content. They're going to go through the the content at their own pace at their own leisure you know most a lot a lot of days now you know most people are are people that are working they're full-time jobs they have kids they have families so they play this on their off time and if it takes them four months to get through that raid then that's great for them but like you can't cater to the people that can complete the content in a week it's not made for them it's made to be for the majority which is that you know let's call them nine to fivers or whatever you want to call them so, so have they? So you said that Bungie has said that they want to uh, release content more regularly or more consistently. Is that something that they've actually said? Because the last they I feel like they I addressed remember- it. They they've said that like they understand that, especially the like. In the beginning of Destiny, everything was okay, and then I forgot the exact moment when it like it like turned around. I think it was after. Um, uh what was the i can't remember the name it wasn't taken king rise of iron what right no what was before taken king um house of wolves Wolves. yeah i think it was right around the time of house of wolves where there was no raid right uh that it that they were just like they basically everything came to a crawl because you had the prison of elders and that was supposed to be the end game content but that wasn't that wasn't what people wanted and that was the majority so i think they said that they learned a lot from how that that the house of wolves went and taking king was supposed to kind of like be the the revitalization of it but because of how house of wolves went they were already supposed to start working on destiny 2 by that time and they they saw how poorly it was received so taking king came out and then the rise of iron came out and all that stuff so they said that they learned a lot from house of wolves and the, and they want to apply their learnings from that to destiny 2 which is they they, they i don't want to say they hinted at it at it but they kind of addressed the the release of con, uh content from there but like are they sorry go ahead, I, yeah i think a big thing for the 
they they can't just say and we're better at releasing uh, and we're better at releasing new things on a regular schedule now because um yeah blizzard did that for years the, and it it uh, it isn't until now that they started okay we're just gonna blast content at you and it took them the game's been out since 2004 you know world of the world of warcraft so it took them 13 years to kind of understand the release of content and what people want so i don't think bungie unfortunately is going to get it the way that they want anytime yeah, and I th- soon. I think the only because as the shooting in Destiny is so good, you know, uh, the actual con- yeah. and stuff like that. Um, this this larger and I know that's going to be good unless they made some profound some profoundly heinous changes. Um, so, t- <coughs> which we'll get to. Excuse me. We'll get to see on Tuesday. Because uh, Tuesday starts the yeah. closed beta. Uh, I'll, I'll call it closed beta for um, PS4. You know, if yeah. you've pre-ordered Destiny 2 on PS4, you can actually preload it right now, Ooh. and it'll open up on Tuesday. When when can I preload it? I'm one of the uh, not not pre-order people. If you have not pre-ordered it, the open beta starts on. It's a couple of days after. I don't remember the exact date. I think it's yeah, get but that can I still you. preload it now and it just doesn't unlock for me? No. no you have yeah. to so you have to either if you bought it on the PlayStation store, yeah. um, you can automatically preload it. If you purchased it anywhere else, any other retailer, they will send you a code, code. which you then have to go to Bungie's website, put in yeah. that code, and then you get a separate code for the console of your choice. I'm glad I bought this thing on PSN a few a few weeks ago. Yeah. So I said like, the same thing. So, but, like, okay. But going back to the, like, pace of content. So, I'm remembering... I I feel like it might have been on one of the Giant Bomb E3 things, but maybe not. Um, I'm remembering Luke Smith saying at some point, we're okay with people playing our game and then leaving for a few months and coming back. Is that still what they're going for? I, that, I that's definitely something like, Luke getting, Smith said, like, like, I think around... Maybe after Taken King came out, and and it was on like a giant. I I definitely remember that it was like a GDC couch podcast or something. Um, yeah, yeah. They haven't really said that either way, and I do. But I do think that's what it's gonna like. The last year of Destiny for me, um, the new expansion came out, and I pl- like I played through all the story missions in like one sitting, and they were fun. They were actually really fun, and like I was able to do them by myself. Um, there, there were some other story things, like a couple of quest lines and whatnot that I ended up doing with friends, or friends went came to it later and I did with them, but it was a case of, you know, when they when they did their winter event, I went, I went back in and played it pretty much every night for a couple of weeks. When they did their, uh, they, if they had done this better, I would have gone back in more regularly, but this, this Age of Triumph thing that I think they're still doing, uh, I went in then... Pr- more regular or i at the very least went in once a week and played like one or two you know for a couple of hours and for me at least for someone that doesn't really like that always says he doesn't have time to play games but somehow has found time to play a lot of destiny or a decent a lot of destiny for me not even a lot for like the average player um it has been at a good drip and pace um but they haven't they haven't really said either way whether it's going to be like, well, there's just we're just going to hit you with such a huge wall of stuff, you're never going to run out of things to do, versus, um, you know, you, you're going to drop in every few months. Yeah, I, I feel like I would, I would, I, I would probably prefer the latter, um, just coming in every couple months when there when there's something new, um, rather than, 
being let on or not even let on but like having the feeling that like oh yeah let me let me go do this 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 when really like i i remember the exact moment where i was like nah, i'm done uh we were like i was whatever it was one of the hard mode raids and i think we like was our first time in we wiped at uh, the last boss and i was like it's like yeah there's not really even any like yeah, I'll beat this hard mode raid and then wait for the next one to come out. Like, I've already seen the boss. I'm good. And then, like, I stopped playing for, like, a year and a half. Um, so, I, I don't know. I, I, I'm curious to see. I, I guess I'm just curious to see how they how, how they actually handle it. I'm not even necessarily saying I want more content or, like, need, like, a ton of stuff to do. I would just like to be clear on what exactly it is. <laughs> they are going to do you know with blizzard and world of warcraft like it's they put stuff on the ptr there's pat there's point updates there's there's it's pretty easy to see what they're doing and even when they're not releasing new content there's enough other stuff on the calendar like literally there's you know uh old dungeon events there's the you know the county fair thing there's other stuff going on whereas with destiny it's like okay we dropped this thing six months ago and this is all we're giving you for six months um yeah so yeah i don't know I don't know. I, I am. I if you're cautiously optimistic, I am hopeful but not optimistic. I would say that's fair. I mean, I think I'm more just cautiously optimistic because I I don't want to overhype it myself. Like I know that when Destiny first came out, I played it a ton, um, and then you know, it it kind of it kind of just went away. Hmm for a little while and then i think that i came back probably around house of wolves again uh which is when i started playing with you guys so and at at that point it it i was having more fun because uh i was playing with friends and i think that's what kept it going was the the fact that one as matt said i love the shooting in destiny i think it's great um but at the same time it, it wasn't the content was good, but I think it was more the the social aspect that I had friends to play with, and you know we would get together and do these these little events and these raids and whatnot. So it, it, if it goes the same route where you know people are playing together, um, I I don't see myself like hating the game. You know de- we know what Destiny is, so um, it can only get better from there. Hmm. I'm gonna I'm gonna write that down with a date, and I'm gonna hold you to that. Okay, that's that's fair. When does it come out? Uh, it comes out in September. Hmm. Uh, I know they actually pushed September the, the 8th date sounds up. Right. E- think so? Let me see. The eighth is a Friday. I think that's correct. Yeah. September sixth. Okay. Oh, yeah. the eighth was the original date. That's what it was. It's coming yeah. out on a Wednesday. Yep. What the? Jeez. Yeah. Well, Wednesday's their uh, maintenance day, I believe. I thought it was Tuesdays. Yeah, it's at about Is four a.m. on Tuesdays. I don't know anymore. That that well, that was the recent oh, day okay. for uh, Destiny One, at least. Uh, and you know the the gotcha. other thing to take into you know, I think within their first, I think it was between Act Vanilla Destiny and the first proper expansion. Not any of the. Um, not the downloadable content in year one. You know, they they changed their model quite a bit and said they're not doing any new content outside of the live team and expansions. Um, 
which definitely was not the plan from the jump. Uh, and, and hearing about all the, like, production problems and things that had to get delayed to other times, um, at the very least, it seems like their, their house is more in order to, like, whatever their plan is for the next couple of years to actually deliver on that as opposed to, like, drastically changing because of business needs. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I... That'd be yeah. nice. I, I, I think my other big frustration is... Um, yeah, I just don't. Uh, I don't feel like I get any sort of insight at all into what's happening from Bungie uh, ever the way I do with other companies that are asking uh, for my time in their ongoing thing. I guess that's the most diplomatic way I can I can put it. And I think that you know we'll probably see a little bit of a difference in Destiny Two from Destiny One besides its features because uh, Luke Smith who was originally, you know, the design lead for Raids and Destiny, has become the game director for Destiny 2. So, um, you know, now it's his vision of what it really should be. So that's another part that's going to change, you know, how how the game progresses. As long as I, I, yeah, I just feel like I want, I, I want some sort of like, yeah, it, I, I want to know more and and hear it from the horse's mouth. Like I asked you, like, hey, what's the deal with this clan? It's like, well, maybe. Did you just call me a horse? Straight from the horse's mouth. Yeah. Okay. No, not All you, right. Bungie. Oh. Uh, I just feel like Bungie is not really great with their dissemination of information uh, or like community sort of feedback. I always feel like I'm like grasping for straws to kind of like suss out uh, what exactly uh, they're trying to say, uh, and that frustrates me. I think that um, they have a preview event, if you want to call it that, going on right now in IGN, where for like two weeks they're just they're giving they're showing off a new feature every day, um, except this weekend into the beta. But you know, so far they've talked about PvP, they've talked about story, they've talked about the sounds of Destiny Two. Um, they're little snippets; they're like four or five minute videos, but it gives you an idea of what what their vision is for destiny 2 and it's been pretty cool to see that yeah i, I mean that's cool I, I i think i'm more interested in like sort of like nitty-gritty like kind of stuff i mean yeah that, that stuff is great don't get me wrong um but oh and the biggest thing sorry to cut you off is sure. the lore they're finally bringing the lore into the game oh good in, instead of those grimoire cards okay um so, so okay. it'll be told in like cinematics and all this other stuff okay that's cool so I guess, yeah, I too... I, I have played the Destiny 2 beta, actually, now that I think about it. Okay. Yeah, I played Destiny 1 for, like, a year and a half. That's... Yep, fair uh, enough. I, I would say I would say third expansion Destiny and things like that was a pretty good... Yeah, it was a, was a pretty good Indicator. beta for Destiny 2. Yeah. Or second... Ex depending on how you considered the first two download packs. Um, Rise of Iron. And the and the content uh, and the small content trip oh, they did after that, of like, okay, this game's out. Um, in about in a few weeks, we're gonna open up the raid. Then a few weeks after that, we're gonna do hard mode raid. Then not too long after that, um, you know, within a month or two, was their first like live event. Um, what is the live that event? Was, uh, that, the, that was the dawning. Uh, that that was their what? that was their faux Christmas uh, holiday. Yeah, that's what this game needs. Oh, oh, it needs holidays. It had them. 
And oh, and they're doing it now. Yeah, that's the thing. Like Wait, they no, did you, Christmas, you they did um, Easter. No. Okay. No, he wasn't. I played it a little bit. I didn't. I didn't like dive deep into it. But they they do a Halloween event. They do a Christmas event. Uh, I feel like they did like a, an did, Easter event, or like around that time, like Halloween a spring event, thing, uh, which had different shells for your ghost. One where uh, my ghost looked like a piece of chocolate, and then also the ghost ghost. Okay. Which involved the ghost okay. having a small, right. uh, having a uh, okay. a white sheet over it, with some with some eye holes All in right. it for a fucking robot. Was that the new? Does uh, have one eye to begin with? <laughs> was that the new yeah. uh, Halloween? That was this past year. So I think I did the one. I didn't do it this past year. I did the one before where okay, you I'm would sorry, get those it is masks. Only one hole, one eye hole. I stand corrected. Oh. Okay. All right. Fair enough. Uh, yeah, I did the one before, but even that was fun because you'd walk around as like these different NPCs. Uh, with well, at least their masks on your face, and you know, and then you had all the little dances and all that stuff uh, that you purchased mm-hmm. with silver, yeah, or whatever it was. So, it, it, and that's why you know Matt brings up a good point. After Rise of Iron, they started that like slow drip of content, but it was it was it kept people engaged in the game versus like, all right, here you go, here's everything, and then you're waiting for six months. Like I have nothing else to do because at that point. You know, if you could get a clan together, you could probably clear hard mode of a raid. And that's supposed to be the, the high-end PvE content. And if you're a PvPer, then obviously you have all this uh, separate stuff. But the PvPers only really had the uh, Trials of Osiris. Mm. And if you, you know, if you get to um, the Lighthouse, that's it. Like, you, you've done the hardest part of PvP, so... Um, a lot of the stuff is going to get refined in Destiny 2, and I think that's going to, uh, again, cautiously optimistic, but I th- I'm i I'm more on the side of I think I'm going to really enjoy it. I still, I don't know. You say stuff's going to get refined, but I still don't know what that means, and I think that's the part that I'm like hung up on. Well, for me, refined in the sense of like comparing it to a WoW expansion... I mean, I don't want to do that because it's not. I, yeah. Like, it straight up isn't that. And I no, no, no. But it, but in the sense of like, when a WoW expansion comes out, they they give new features and they change things around to to make it feel new and exciting again. And that's what Destiny Two is going to be. Like the game is starting by your home town being obliterated and the one thing that was powering you in destiny one has been taken over so now like you're on your own so the the complete feeling of the game at least story-wise is changing you know so that if you if you can become immersed in that world then automatically it's like all right this feels completely different from destiny one feature wise yeah we don't know a lot about it yet but it it kind of adds that mystique to like all right i'm kind of excited to to dive in and see what this is really gonna be Mm. okay all right what else we got about destiny um the actual dates so if you were asking if you did not pre-order the game, when you can start playing, that is going to be on the 21st. So no, this Friday that, coming up. Can I download it? Can I download on like the 20th and then play it the 21st? Um, they haven't said it. PSN, it'll take me 76 weeks just to download. The I don't know if thing. I go to store. Yes, me, that is let true. Let me go to um, PSN store. But remember, you you right, pre-ordered I'm, I'm yours on the PSN store, in, so I'm you. Obviously. I'm 
I'm going in a private browsing section. Ah, okay. And the first link is in fact the Destiny Ooh. 2 okay. data. Yeah, you don't want you don't want anybody uh, seeing yeah, your looking at Destiny for stuff. Purchase. No. Keep uh, they haven't actually said when uh, preloads will be available for the open beta. Yeah, at least that's what I'm looking at. But it is going to be the beta is 15 gigabytes. What is it like? One strike, one story mission. It's a uh, one strike, one story mission, um, and a crucible map. I, yeah, I don't care. The way I ended up doing yeah. crucible is, say once a month. In in particular, with um, yeah, you didn't even play much of Destiny enough to have like the or De Destiny Beyond the first year for those like quest lines and whatnot that weren't just bounties, right? Okay. No, I played that okay. stuff. I played up um, to and including Taken King, and that's basically. What I, I, I had a couple of quest lines and also bounties from live events that um, that required doing some PvP stuff, uh, like to get a you know to get a mm -hmm. purple sword or whatever. I had to go do and get X amount of kills with certain light, and so what I would do is if I had like four or five quests like that stacked up, I'd just be like, all right, I guess I'm playing PvP tonight, and I'd put on some podcasts, and I'd play it for, like, the evening. And that ended up, like, once a month, that ended up being a pretty enjoyable way to play the game. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, I just don't don't care about PvP at all, pretty much in any game. Uh, I'm not... If I was, like, ten I mean, years think, younger, maybe... I do think I, PvP I is not the best... Waited because if you just you know it is it is the multiplayer shooter part of of this shooter game. Like you played tons of Titanfall two online, mm -hmm. and that is entirely PvP. You know. Um. Mhm. Mm mhm. Mm yeah. If I wanted to play competitive first person shooter multiplayer, yeah, that, that's more or less uh, what I, I have done else. over the I, last I just, few years. But that of like, <laughs> yeah. well, I need to do these things to complete my. You know, even in you know to make the WoW comparison again, like. There's always a couple of things that you don't necessarily want to do, but you want the you want to move forward in the next step in what in whatever you're building towards. And in that yeah. case, you're like, well, I'll just I'll just buckle down and get this thing done. Um, at the very least, it did not make me miserable the entire time, like it did in the first year. Like first year Destiny, if I touched any multiplayer stuff, I just had a bad time and got mad at the game. Destiny two subtitle. Yeah. I hope it doesn't make me miserable. That sounds like a good podcast title. <laughs> I hope it doesn't make me miserable. Do you have anything else? Are we going to end talking about Destiny 2 multiplayer? We got anything else going on? Uh, no, I, my I don't. <laughs> and I do this pretty often. Um, yeah, yeah, in particular because I knew I was going to get it this morning. but uh, Or I knew I was going to drink it this morning. Um, I said, yeah. Right, you said, got it let me night. get a large iced coffee, black, no ice. <laughs> and they look at me weird and they go, mm, just okay. fill it with coffee and put a lid on it. <laughs> um, okay. This is, not the, this is not the first time I've, I've ordered a, a coffee like this, and people always look at me like I have 16 heads. Also because I'm saying iced coffee, no ice. Like, I could okay. very easily say iced coffee, no coffee, and it would be about as ridiculous. Uh, is there a reason? Because you I get about that way? say sixty percent more coffee. <laughs> Why wouldn't you just say a large coffee? 
Because if I'm getting an iced coffee, because if I don't, if I don't want a hot coffee, because theoretically, iced coffee and iced coffee and hot coffee are prepared two different ways, depending. Might be cold brew. Who knows? Um, and I don't want to get a hot coffee in a paper cup that I'm then going to put in my fridge. Then it's just stale. This I've got a nice plastic cup. I put a lid on it. I put it in my refrigerator. I'm now drinking from that plastic cup today. It's wonderful. Iced coffee, no ice. <sighs> I've got nothing to say to that. <laughs> All right, bye. I like my coffee hot.